Here we go. We're up to the fourth paragraph. We're on the bottom of Tess Amud Beis. We have six lines to go on this daf, and then we will start today's daf, daf Yud. This parak is much longer than the last parak. last parak was two blood. This parak is going to be three and a half blood. All right? So get ready for a uh, uh, three and a half day marathon. All right. So we're up to the mission. Now, this Mishnah is a hemshech, it's a continuation of what we've been doing the entire Masechta, which is the Machta Sashekha, right? What do you do with the Machta Sashekha? What do you do with the Hefshekha coin? And we're going to actually talk practically right now. What did they spend that money on? We discussed how it was taken out, the three boxes, and how big those boxes were, and the times a year. How was the money actually spent? And we're going to cover really some fascinating things that the money was spent on that we may... I would think many of us have not even considered. For example, I'll give you a little bit of a, I, I, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a trailer. Yeah, a little bit of a trailer to, to today's movie, right? Is uh, the, we're going to say that you know some of the coins from the Matzah Shekel once the once the funds were spent on the actual wood and the carbonos, they would spend money to hire Rabbeim for the Kahanim. How the Kahanim now to do all the Avaidas? They had to have Rosh Hashivas. They need them. So people's, people, there, there were so many steps along the way for the Avaida to happen, and this is what we were, this is uh, what we were donating to. That's, you know, uh, just a, a very interesting idea that we're going to be focusing on in the Perak. As far as um, Umar Aleph, in order to understand a lot of the discussion, we're going to have to back off of, of a premise. Okay, and here was, here's the premise. Many of us who've been learning Dafiyaymi, have a premise that you can donate whatever you want to the Beis HaMikdash. Right? As long as it's kosher. Right? Shmuel, Rabdovit, me, anybody. Jim, you want to donate something to the Beis HaMikdash, yeah? You can go ahead. Gig isn't the hit. Shkolem, we're learning is Yerushalmi. It, it, we're we're going to learn it's not so simple. There are opinions, and in, in Talmud Bavli, it comes out, Taka, an individual can make donations to the Beis HaMikdash. There actually is a machlokas about whether uh, the base of English was allowed to use private donations. What would the concern be? The concern would be that if somebody if somebody would donate against their will, okay, it's kind of like under pressure. So they 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 never really handed it over in totality, and we can't afford as a base hamikdash, we can't afford as a base hamikdash to be bringing carbonos with funds from people who, it may be Gneva, right? Maybe they only gave those funds, but it wasn't completely with their will. So there's a very interesting discussion as to whether we will take private donations. And, and uh, therefore, you know, just to uh, put this into our minds as we begin. Zok, the Mishnah, Truma, Mayoisimba. What they do with the Machtis Hashaka, with the money that was taken from the Truma. And for the Mishnah, Leichem Batamid Musaf. They purchased the carbon Tamid, right? That was brought every morning and afternoon. Karmusaf and Veneskeim, the pourings, Ha'aymer. Yeah, we're on the third day of the Aymer right now, right? They bring the car, the, the Aymer, Shtei HaLechem, and the Shtei HaLechem that was brought on Shavuos, V'lechem HaPonim, and the Lechem HaPonim that was done every week, right? Every Shabbos, they would switch it over. The Chol Karbanas HaTzibur. And all the Karbanas of the Tzibur, that's what these funds were used for. Now, says the Mishnah, what else? Very interesting, listen to this. Shaimrei Sfichim, Bishvius. There were people who would watch the Sfichin of Shemitah. What does this mean? So this is very interesting. You know, during Shemitah, 
um, everything was hefker. Now, the aftergrowths of a Shemitah year also had to remain hefker, and they had certain watchmen who would ensure that, that uh, Shemitah was handled appropriately. Okay? They, were, they would make sure Shemitah was handled uh, appropriately. So, Nightland Shcharam, Yitzhubas Halishka, they would also take their Shchar from the Trumas Halishka. Says the Mishra, Rabbi Yaisi Aymer, Rabbi Yaisi says, beautiful, beautiful uh, response to this, to this watchman idea. Says Rabbi Yaisi, Afaraitzim is not Shamrachinam. He says, this watchman can be a volunteer. Amrulai, but the Tanakama says, no, no, no. When I say you got to pay a watchman and you take that money from the Trumas Alishka, Afata Aymer, She'ein. But in Ella, top of today's daf, she'im ba'anella Michelle tzibor. It's got to come from the carbon tzibor. So we're responding and we're saying that as long as something is privately owned, he says we're going to have a problem because if you have a watchman that is a volunteer and he's not hired by the Beis Hamikdash, so they're not going to be employees of the Beis Hamikdash, and if they're not employees. So then their whole watch is not going to function. Why not? Why not? Because there's a big difference between a volunteer and an employee. If somebody if somebody's an employee of a company, you represent that company. And if I and if, if you represent that company, you could be a proper watchman. Because anybody else comes along, there you go. Right? Uh, David's cat. It, right, any, anybody else comes along and they say, I'm Schuldigsmeer, who are you? Who are you? Tell me what to do with the speaker. I, I could do whatever I want. The guy could say, he could pull out his pay stub. Right? He could say, what do you mean, who am I? I work for, uh, I work for the Beis Hamikdash. Now we know as well, there's a big nafkamina between volunteers and hired workers as well. Right? <laughs> that we know. So that would be, you know, we're not using that as a reason right now, but when somebody's hired, they're going to do a much better job. Okay. That is the Mishnah Zakt the Gemara. Maroz Why did we need to say that there were specific dates? Now we're thinking we're thinking over here, when in the world did you mention a date? Okay? But says the Gemara to start out, why do you gotta mention dates? that wood was donated. And this is why we introduced today's Mishnah with this, with this back off of a premise, where we said, you cannot take this as a premise that private individuals are allowed to donate funds. Really, it's not so simple. And it, there's a possibility that private individuals are not allowed to donate funds. Now, there's a Mishnah in Tainus that says as follows. Says the Mishnah. So says the Gemara. Uh, I'm sorry, we're in the middle of quoting the Mishnah in Tainus. The Mishnah Tainus tells us that even though the half shkolim from the treasury were used to purchase the wood, there are nine families who, when the Beis Hamikdash first started, they were like the Miyastim. They got it going, okay? And therefore, if they ever want to donate wood, we're going to take their wood out of a karasate. All right? Now, they, they, they made sure that there was always wood available in the Beis HaMikdash for the Mizbeah. Why did we, and it mentions nine different days that are considered Yom for each of their families. And the Gemara is saying, if 
again, going back to what we said, if private people are not allowed to donate, how did these families donate the wood to the base? Hamikdash. Elami Shoshal Yisrael Gaila. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you what happened. Kaisal came back from Gaulus Bub of Lematsu, Eitzim Belish. They didn't find any wood. Vamdu Ilub Nasadu Eitzim Bishalatsma. Now, if there's one place in the world that needs wood, what is it? The base Hamikdash. Because they constantly needed fires on top of all the Mizbechas. So these families got up and donated the wood, Umasur and Litzibur. And they donated to the Tzibur, right? To the Beis HaMikdash, V'kar Mehem Karbona Tzibur. And this is the wood that was used for the Karbona Tzibur. V'hisnu, Imam, Nevi'im, Shebeinayim. And the Nevi'im made a tenai, made a condition with them. And they said, Shafilu Lishkom Le'ha'itzim, even if they got plenty of money for wood, and even if we have wood itself, these families show up because they want to donate wood. They get to go first. I was having a, a uh, discussion with somebody actually just the other day. Um, somebody who runs a Torah organization. And he said that a lot of the big donors to his organization... Whenever they reach out, they want a chabrusa, they need well, you know, whatever, so they make sure. They make sure that this person, you know, is, is set up, whatever, and, you know, sometimes other people reach out and, you know, it, it's very hard to find everybody, you know, a, a place. And people say, oh, but because that guy's got a lot of money, uh, all of a sudden they get first dibs. It, does, it doesn't rub people well. What do you see from here? What do you see from the Gemara? Now listen, this is their investment. You owe it to them. Go with them. Somebody invests in something, so you got to invest in them back. They, they, they earned it. You know what I mean? This person earned the right to invest in it. This family earned it. They, they made sure that things were miyasa, things were functioning, things were moving along. They earned the right. That if they show up to, to be part of the mitzvah, that their, their, their wood comes first. Yeah? You don't need to be wealthy. You, you invest in a place. You invest in a muck. And they invested in the base of Mikdash. All right. Yeah, and, right. That's right. Um, a few years ago, I was at one of these uh, rabbinic conferences, and I was sitting down with with uh, uh, somebody who was a rub for like over 40 years, and he was talking about building boards of shuls. So he tells me, he says, there's a rule for shuls, to, for, to be on the board of a shul, there's three W's, and if anybody wants to be on your board, or if you want somebody to be on your board, you have to make sure they have two out of the three. What are the three? Work. Wealth and wisdom. If somebody has one of those three, it's gatenished. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They're not going to do it. If they only have money and they don't know how to work and they don't have wisdom, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a detriment. And if somebody who has no money but they have wisdom and they ha- they know how to work, they know how to put in the effort. If they have work wealth. It's also good. You need to have uh, you need to have at least um, uh, two out of those uh, two out of those three. Work wealth wisdom. Go to you're right. People can invest. In in Meistus and in institutions, in uh, in many different ways. All right, let's keep going. We got a, a lot to cover. Amar Ravacher Ravacher says, "Dear Rav Daisahi, this mission in Tainus, referring to these nine families, is following Rabbi Daisa. Now, what are we trying to figure out? Why we took the wood from these private families? because Rav Daisa says, a person's allowed to be misnadev as a shaymerchinam. I could say, listen, I'll be in, uh, you know, I'll, I'll for free, I'll volunteer." To be a watchman, yeah. And if you're if you're a watchman, so we see that even if he's volunteering, he's now a, he's still a private individual. He's able to transfer to give over the svichin 
to the tzibur. Now these fichin are allowed to be used for the shtehalacha and for the aimer, like we said. And therefore you see that even something that's privately owned, you're a volunteer, you're not an employee of the Beis HaMikdash, you're allowed to give things over to the Beis HaMikdash. However, Rabbi Yaisi B'Shem Rabbi Law, raises his name Rabbi Law, Dibri Akoli, the mission in Tainus really follows everybody, even if you hold that an individual cannot donate. Why? Maplikin, what's the machlaikas about whether a private person could donate to the Beis HaMikdash? Begufa Shal Karban, only wrong about Karbanis. Karban, but things that prepare the Karbanis, i.e. wood, Right? The wood itself is not a carbon. Now, this itself is a premise. How do you know that the burning of the wood itself is not a carbon? But that's a premise we're going to have right now. Everybody will agree that Mishtana carbon yachid, the carbon sibum. That a carbon of a yachid can be, uh, can be moved over and, is consi- and can be used for the tzibur. Tani, we learned that Rabbi Isha Shosak a woman who, who uh, weaves a hat. For her son. Now, what's going on over here? This is referring to the mother, the mother of the Kayan Gadol. She wants her Kayan Gadol to wear a hat knitted by her mama. Right? So she does it. Yeah, she does it for, for her son. Yeah, the regular hat is not warm enough. Right? She has to make sure her son, the Jewish son, stays warm. So, that's right. As long as it's clear, as long as it's clear that it's, that it's publicly owned. And she retains no rights over it. Amr Rabbah Rabbah says the Rav Yaisihi that the Mishnah is following Rav Yaisihi. The Rav Yaisihi operates Misnadev Shomer Chinam. That yeah, you don't need to be a watchman. If you don't need to be a watchman, you're a private individual. Therefore, you're transferring your svichin, and it could be given. Uh, you see that a private donation could be used for a for public carbonus. Rav Yaisihi Shomer Vila. The IC says in Rabbi Law, Divri Akoli, that the Brisa of the mother of the Kaingado really follows everybody's opinion. Mapligan, what's the home achlaikas about a, a uh, private property becoming a public property? That's only the Gufa Shal Karbon, same thing. Is the Kayan's hat a carbon? No. It needs to be worn at the time that he's bringing carbon. Yeah, maybe everybody agrees that Taka, the mother of the Kaingado, if she wants her son. To have a handcrafted um, mama, Yiddish mama hat, that she would be permitted to do so. Period. Now, the Gemara is going to discuss this premise. What did we say? We said, perhaps there's a nafkamina, perhaps there's a difference between a carbon itself and the wood of the carbon being machshire kahuna. Yeah, what's machshire carbon? That the wood is there to allow the carbon to be done, but it's not a, a, a part and parcel of the sacrifice itself. That's the assumption, that the wood is not part and parcel of the carbon. The Gemara is going to challenge this and say, one second, if a carbon needs the wood, maybe a wood is like a chilek, okay? Maybe a part of it, right? Because it needs this. Let's go. There's no wood, there's no carbon. Says the, says the Gemara. Mastis Pligarbiasi. This Mishnah argues on Rabbi We said the nine Yamam Taivim for these families. They were, uh, they existed, these Yamam Taivim existed, both Naigim Bishas Karban, Bishalai Bishas Karban. Even after there was no base Hamikdash, base Hamikdash was destroyed, it still remained a Yamta for these families. Rabbi says, no, that these days only remain the Yamtif while wood was being brought in the Beis HaMikdash. Okay, but once Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, what are these original families celebrating? So that's a very interesting idea, very interesting machlaikis. Do we say, listen, 
Bottom line is the basement is not around, but we were miyased. We were, you know, we established it. Even after it's it's torn down, it should still be um for us. What do we say? They're happy when they see it going on because they started it. But you know, if, if I if a person gives seed money for an institution that lasts for a few years and then stops, you know, that does your simcha still continue or not? You could hear both sides of it. You could hear both sides of this, right? Says the Gemara. Furthermore, this that we learned in the Brisa, Am Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Tzadik. Rabbi Lazar says in the name of Rabbi Tzadik, We are from the Sna family of Binyamin. Listen to this, beautiful. What happens when Tisha falls out on Shabbos? Pushed off till Sunday. Okay? Now, the day of Simcha for the Sna'a family of Binyamin was the day after Tisha B'av. That was always their Yom Tif day. So they have an issue now. It's a Yom Tif. You're not allowed to fast on a Yom Tif. But now Tisha B'av's pushed off to their day. So what do they do? Which has priority. Well, well, oh, says the Gemara. So, and they said, And Yom Tisha B'av was pushed off to Mati Shabbos. And he says, you know what we did? We fasted most of the day. But we always made sure to break the fast. Okay? Now, what you see from here is that even when there's no Beis HaMikdash, they still had Simcha. Okay? Very Gishmak. You see, practically speaking, they still kept their Yom Tif, even though the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed. Period. End of that discussion on that piece of the Mishnah. All right. They did both. They fasted most of the day, and then they would break it to keep to keep their yomtiv towards the end. We said the Omer, the Shtei Alechem, the Lechem Abonim, and all the Kabbanas of Tzibur was used with the half shkala. Masisa Derbi Shmuel, Derbi Shmuel Amar ain't Ha Omer ba Min Hasuria. The Omer cannot be brought from Surya. It's not let it be brought outside Eretz Yisrael, even from Surya, which is very very close to the border of Eretz Yisrael. Says the Gemara, what's going on with this? Statement, Tamon uh, Taninon. We learned in the Mishnah elsewhere. Kol Karbonos Yachid Vatzibur. All of the Karbonos Yachid Vatzibur bought Mina Aretz. It has to be brought from, like the Karbon Aimer was brought from grain, right? So it had to be brought from, it could be brought from Aretz, from Eretz Yisrael. U min chutz la Aretz, min achadosh, min hayashon, chutz min Aimer, shtei alechem, shein ba'an ele min achadosh, min Aretz. The rule of the Aimer offering that was brought on the second day of Pesach, okay, for the Chadosh grain, and the Shtei Alechem, which was brought on Shavuos, was that it had to come from Israeli grain, grain of Eretz Yisrael, and from Chadash, and from the new crop. Rav Chuna, B'Shem Rabbi Yirmiya, says the Rabbi Shmuel, he, that the, the, this is following the pin of Rabbi Shmuel, the Rabbi Shmuel, Amar, Ina, Eimer, Ba, Mina, Surya, right? We said the Eimer can't be brought from Surya. Surya is right on the border, but since it's outside Eretz Yisrael, so it, uh, it, it uh, colludes, is that what collusion is? It's a big word nowadays, yeah? It works in tandem. It works hand in hand with, uh, it works hand in hand with the opinion that we said that the Aymer is not allowed to be brought from Surya. Tamon, Tani, we learned in Mishnah elsewhere, Eser, is hey, there are 10 different types, elements, uh, or levels of Kedusha. Eretz Yisrael, Mekudash, Mekalaratis. The most holy of all lands is Eretz Yisrael. Umahi Kedusha, so what makes Eretz Yisrael? More Kaddish, more holy. Now, by the way, the word k- Kedusha does not mean holy. Okay? The word Kedusha 
means separated. That's what it is. When a man and woman get married, it's called Kedushin. Until now, they were available to the whole world, and now they're separated. Beautiful idea. We say in Shavu Brachas. We say that this Zivug, this couple, should be they should be happy like the simcha that existed in Ganeidem from the uh, originally. I had you know Adam and Chava had simcha. How do you know? It's a, like the, the, the simcha of Adam and Chava. Your, your, your couple, uh, your, your coupleness should be like Adam and Chava. How do you know that they were so happy? Uh, Teretz is like this. You know what makes us unhappy in our relationships? When we wish for a different recipe. That's what makes us unhappy. What happened in Gan Eden? You think Adam looked at Chava and was like, eh, you know, I wish you uh, liked garlic. I wish you didn't eat liver. I wish you were a little fatter. I wish you were a little, I wish you were a little chiller. No, that's all he had. He had Chava, finished. Chava, what'd she have? Adam. When you have Gan Eden, they have only the two of you. So we say to the Chosnin Kala, just focus on each other, you'll be cool. You'll be fine. You know what I mean? Alts is git. So says the, so, so what's, okay, going back to this. So Kedushin is when we, the couple is separated from everybody else, but it's in an elevated way. When it's not in an elevated way, it's called Hebdol. That's the difference in Kiddush and Abdullah. Abdullah is when there's no elevation happening. Kedushin is when we're separating, but in an elevated way. So Israel is separated in an elevated way. How so? In what ways it separate different from all the other lands? They bring the Aymer, the Bikurim, and the Shtei Halachem from Greater Beretzal alone, Masha Imevian came which doesn't apply to any other land, doesn't apply anywhere else. Rabbiya B'Shem Rabbi Yirmiya, Rabbiya B'Shem Rabbi Yirmiya says that really the Rabbi Shmoli, that really this Mishnah is Rabbi Shmoli, the Rabbi Shmoli Amar Ina Imer Bam in Asuria, right? Going back to what we said originally, the Imer is not even brought from Surya. Why? Because what did we just say? Beretzal is more elevated because uh, because you can only bring it from the land of Beretzal. We learned in the Mishnah elsewhere. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, You're not allowed to plow on Shabbos. Just like plowing is a choice. So too, cutting down grain, harvesting, is also Rishos. Meaning, when is it usher? When is it forbidden to harvest on Shabbos? When it's a choice. But what if I would be obligated, Midoraisa? What if I would be biblically obligated? Or whatever. Biblically obligated to harvest. Would I be allowed to harvest on Shabbos? Says Rabbi Shmuel, yeah. You know why? Yotzer cuts your Aymer, Mitzvah. You know, if you got to cut down for the carbon Aymer and it comes out on Shabbos, Lachairet should be allowed. Rabbi Shmuel could not tell you. Rabbi Shmuel is consistent with his own reasoning. Rabbi Shmuel, Domer, Inamir, Bam, and Asuri. Rabbi Shmuel says it can't come from Surya. Kedaiti, Domer, Yotzer cuts your Aymer, Mitzvah. Because he says it's Mamish a Chiv. Yeah, cutting the Aymer is Mamish a Chiv. And it's, uh, it's even permitted to cut down the Aymer in Eretz Yisrael on Shabbos during Shemitah. Omer Trump Shabbos. You got it. Trump Shemitah. Mantana Shemri Svichas B'Shviyas. Both. Mantana Shemri Svichas B'Shviyas. Naitlan Shechar Alishka. Let's go back to our Mishnah. Who's the Tana who says that the ones in charge of watching the Svich and the aftergrowth of Shemitah get paid from the treasury, from the mach, left from the Machtes HaShekel, okay? Rabbi Shmoli, it's got to be Rabbi Shmoli. Otherwise, listen to this. Why are you hiring somebody to oversee the aftergrowth of Shemitah to make sure that we're taking for the Eimer from the right thing? You know what you're going to do? Just bring it in from St. Louis. 
the Hakan Chinik. What do you got? Hire somebody to check it out. Bring it in from outside the land of Israel. You don't need to hire any watchmen. Number of Yusuf. Yusuf says, Divri, I call he no, our Mishnah clearly follow everybody. Laimatsu who even those who say you could bring from Israel because Laimatsu Basri, maybe you know you said Israel. You could say that it's plan B. You know, maybe it means why do you need to hire a watchman? Because just in case you can't get it from uh, you know the ports closed. The island's on strike. Yeah, Ben Gurion's on strike. Ben Gurion Airport. Sounds familiar? Yeah, the Haifa port. All right, no, <laughs> right. So uh, it took when we moved here. When we moved here from Israel. It took us seven months to get our stuff because <laughs> there was a strike at at, uh, at, the port. at the port. So it took us seven months to get it. Right, stuff happens. All right. So Lemaisa, it could be everybody, and still, it still could die to hire a watchman. All right. Frek the Gemara. The Gemara asks a Shaila. Okay? Not a Kasha. Never seen a Shaila and a Kasha is a Shaila is a question searching for information. That's a Shaila. A Kasha is a challenge. Yeah, I'm challenging. So we're asking a Shaila now. Hohein Oimer. This Korban Oimer. Mahu Sheyizra Bitchila. Are you allowed to plant it during Shemitah? Can it be planted in a Shemitah? He, he says, listen, we know that if you don't have a kaimitz, if, you, if, if a person can't, the, the three fingerfuls of flour, that's there for the remainder, that a karba mincha is not going allowed, it will not allowed, will not be allowed uh, to be eaten. Okay, and therefore, you, uh, we should say the same thing by the carbonimer. That a carbonimer, if it's, if it's planted during Shemitah, should not be kosher. Because what's going to happen, once you separate the grain of the imer, what are you allowed to do with the rest? Nothing, right? Just plant during Shemitah. The same way you find by a kaimitz of a imer, that whenever you're going to, the, the remainder of it's going to be, it's a problem. It's the same thing over here on Marley. So uh, uh, Ravana said back to him, You're going to tell me that it's going to be considered like one of the five things that can, may, 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 are allowed to be brought when it is Tameh, but when the person is Tameh, the person cannot eat it. Okay, the halacha is that a carbon oimer is allowed to be brought when the carbon is Tameh. Now, one second. What's permitted when it's tummy? Only the carbon itself. What about any remaining grain that's not actually brought as the carbon nightmare? Would it be allowed? No. So you see that even when you have remainder left over, um, it is going to be kosher. All right. Period. End of that discussion. Now the Gemara is going to get into some finances, and this is what we started out. We gave a little bit of introduction to this when we started the Perak. What happened was as follows. There were four different groups of spending when we would take the coins out. Okay? There were four different, we would take, initially it would be used for all the carbonates, And then there was the remainder. Then there was the remainder of the remainder. Then there was like the final amount, which wasn't even spent by the end of the year, and now is, you know, extra funds that's laying around for the Beis HaMikdash. 
Okay? So, says the Gemara like this. Once we said that there was a watchman hired to guard against the Sfichin so that we'll use the proper uh, grain for the carbon Aimer, Ketzad Hu Aisa. What kind of money did we pay him with? How did it work? Did they like open up the treasury and just hand him like half shkalim? Like what was going on? So Gemara says, no, here, here, this was the process. Very interesting. We would take money from one of the money changers. Okay? And remember, who are these money changers? These were the people that went out to the cities and collected mashekel, transferred them into bigger coins. And that's the money that we give for those taking care of the carbonimer, those who are harvesting it, those who are watching to make sure that it grew uh, in the proper fashion. Before the carbon is brought. And then they would bring money from the Trumas Halishka and they would transfer the money, the Kedusha, onto the carbon Aymer. Now the money no longer had Kedusha. And now that the money no longer had any Kedusha, that money would go to pay back the shochani. Okay, it would, go to, it would go back to the money changer. All right? Memela, you always kept Kedusha. Kedusha was always in existence. Says the Gemara, the Tavos Cain, can you do that? I don't understand. How can you transfer Kedusha from the Machs Shekel onto the Eimer if uh, it wasn't necessarily the same value? That's how Mepharshim explained the Kash is. Gemara says, says, that yeah, uh, wa, that they, they would make sure that it that it was of equal amount to what you know the to the service that was provided. Tana, we learned af avonim came. This was the same thing for those who would get the proper stones. For the mizbeach and you know everything that was needed for the building, What did they do? They, they wouldn't just take the mamish, the machzis, a shekel, and pay them directly. They'll take money from the money changers and give it to those who who would uh, you know take care of the of the stones. And even before the building was complete. And once the building was complete, maybe they would bring money from the Chumas Halishka and they would take the Kedusha off of those coins. And now that they would take Kedusha off of those coins, they, those coins could now go to the uh, money changer who could now pay those salaries. The Tobos Cain, can you do that? If it's not an equal amount, says the Gemara, Gracie Vishem. Yeah, you know why? Because they made sure it was equal amount. Right? They only transferred the amount that they knew had to be used for the salaries. And everything worked out to perfection. All right. Bottom line is what you see from uh, you know from this point to the bottom of Amar Aleph is that they had an exact accounting of what went down over there. Period. End of. Um, end of that Mishnah, and that brings us to the end of Amud Aleph. Now we turn to Amud Beis, Halacha Beis, and we have a brand new Mishnah. Here we go. Para, the Para Aduma. All right. Now this was an expensive process, the Para Aduma. 
not only getting the paraduma, not only was getting the paraduma an expensive process, okay, but as we're going to see that um, there were so many parts of the Avaida, and in addition to that, the Gemara is going to get into they, they, the paraduma was ultimately shechted and handled by Harazesim, which was outside, not far, but away from the Beisamekdash, and they had to make sure that the para did not become Tameh on its way. So how would they make sure that the para did not become Tameh on its way? Otherwise, this whole thing's going to be messed up, right? You got to make sure things don't go wrong. So you know what they did? They would build a brand new highway for the Paraduma. They had, the Paraduma would have its own bridge. They would build a special highway, special for it. Everybody else can get out of the way. Yeah, here comes the president. And the Paraduma would, would have his own, uh, his own bridge. And there was so many fascinating uh, things and expenses that went into this. Here we go. We'll get part of the Paraduma was Armishalech. And the goat that was sent out to the cliff on Yom Kippur. All right. The Lashine Shell Zahiris and red wool. That was bought with the Truma Salishka. Keves Para, as well as this ramp, this big bridge that was built for the Paraduma to be transferred, the Kevesara Mishtaleach, and the ramp as well, for the Sa'ir HaMishtaleach, they would also build a special ramp. We had to make sure that, um, that uh, the Sar Mishtaleach was a little bit different, is that apparently people would try to get in the way, um, where people would try to speed up the messenger, the Kayin who had the Sar Mishtaleach. So people would try to get Go faster, go. They would hack him a chinik, you know. They just drive him crazy. They drive him nuts. So they would make a special, a special road, a special bridge, a special ramp for him. The lotion of the lotion should be in carnav and the wool that was between the horns, right? That would change colors. The amasamayim and the amasamayim that ran through the the chotzer of the base hamikdash. V'chaymais ha'ir u'megdalei seha v'kold sarchir. Everything that was needed for the for the city. Ba'in mishyari alishka. They were used, the money was used from the Shiyare Halishka. Okay, so you couldn't use it with the initial funds that were separated in these three boxes. Remember those three boxes? Exactly. The Shiyare Halishka, the leftover, the, the, you know, the, the, the next round uh, of uh, stimulus money that was handed out was, was uh, for, you know, uh, for here. Abishol Aymer Abishol says, Keves para, kahanim gedolim mosim yishalatzim. Actually, the keves of the para, the kahanim gedolim, they spent their own money on that. Very interesting. The para duma. Meisar shiyari lishka mayu oisena. What they do with the rest of the money now? After all those expenses are gone, so what they do? Leichem behem yeinay shmanu muslosis. They would buy wine, oil, flour, v'hasochar lehektish, and if. If uh, there was any sort of schar, any sort of reward, any sort of financial gain, it would go to the Beis Hamikdash. Divir Rabbi Shmuel. The Kiva says no. Very interesting zach. The Kiva says Ein Mishtaker Bishal Hektish, Afloi Mishal Aniyim. He says, let me tell you something. Beis Hamikdash and Hektish money, you're not allowed to do business. You're not allowed to do business with it. Okay, meaning a shul, a shul is not allowed to invest donations that come in. Let's see Yishul has extra funds. Says Rabbi Akiva, you're not allowed to invest the donations that come in because you might lose it. 
Okay, so if it's a type of thing where you know you're going to gain uh, a guarantee, you know, I don't know, you put a, some sort of CD account, a savings account, you know, whatever. So then it seems it's okay. But Rabbi Kiva says you're not allowed to play around with money that's donated to uh, hectic purposes. With the extra from that, you know what they would do? They would take that and buy gold for the Kaidash HaKadoshim. Bishmol says, that the extra that came from the fruits, now fruits means the profit, okay, is used for the Kates HaMizbeach, for the dessert of the Mizbeach, okay? Now, what does it mean, the dessert of the Mizbeach? We know the Mizbeach never remained empty. Okay, so whatever the Mizbeach needed to keep it geschmack, to keep it beautiful, to keep it going. Maeser Chuma Leklisharis. And the Maeser Chuma was also used to keep the Klisharis. We had all, they had all these fancy golden things and the, the goblets to catch the blood after the Shechita. Any Klisharis, anything that's needed. Where'd that money come from? So here you go, Shkalom Daf Yud. Fascinating. Okay? He says he has a different opinion which which uh, funds were used. The extra money used from from the nesachim uh, that was used for the for the dessert for the kates amizbeach. And the meiser truma is the klisharis. The word kates is we're translating here as dessert, but it, the kates literally means the end, right? Be kates. Is it means the end, meaning it's like the, the final touch on whatever the Mizbeach needs. And both of them, both Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Hananya, um, do not agree uh, with Rabbi Yishmael that you are allowed to purchase all these extra carbonites to keep the Mizbeach going with these funds. Okay, period. Azai is the Mishnah. Let's get into the Gemara now to understand this Mishnah. Kevis Par, they built this, this uh, bridge, this ramp for the part of Bishmol Bar Nachman, Bishem Rabbi Yonison. Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Nachman, says in the name of Rabbi Yonison, Shalosh Lishonos Hein Shel Soir Bisela. There was one Lashon, one tongue of wool, red wool, that was used for the Soir, okay? And that weighed one Sela, used for the goat. Shal Mitzayra Bishekel. And then there was a tongue of wool for a mitzayra, and that needed to be the weight of a shekel, shal para And the wool needed for the para aduma, they would soak it, um, and then they would, uh, they would burn it. This was all part of the uh, process of getting ashes of the para aduma. So that had to weight two slum. And Mechuni Debras Chivrin says, Rabbi Ba Barzabda, the Parah two and a half. Says the Gemara is the Mafkin Lishna Some say that it wasn't a weight of two and a half, it was a weight of ten Zuz. Okay. Zog the Gemara. What did they do with the funds after that? The money after that. You got to pay the rabbis. You had to pay the, the rabbeim to teach the kahanim, you know, hands-on, uh, the halachas of shechita, the halachas of the blood, uh, the, and, and had a sprinkle and everything, right? Ah, you're going to ask. The kahanim had 50 weeks a year to learn this. You know, they, they could sit and learn it on their own time. First of all, who taught them even when, when they were on their own, own time? 
And secondly, you needed a hands-on training. Needed to mamash be shown the, the first. They would also be paid from the trumas halishka. I'm assuming, and this is an assumption, they needed to be paid by the trumas halishka. We did not let people simply volunteer. I'm assuming that, like, no. This is not like, oh, I'll do it as a tayv, you don't need it, we're paying you, you want to go ahead and donate it back later, you know, you're, you're allowed to do that. But we're not taking, you know, we're not, uh, if you want to get the job done right, you, 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 know, you pay people. How'd they know whether a car had a mumras? There were those who specialized in ensuring there were no blemishes on the carbonis. Yeah, even the Sifrei Taira that were that were kept in the base Hamikdash. Also, we needed Seifrim, we needed scribes, we needed people to make sure that everything you know. The, the, this was a whole process that uh, they needed uh, hired people. Says Unbelievable, right? That huh? So many people work in it. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they needed people to determine when, um, you know, when uh, you needed to, you know, people who were fined for uh, different um, for different mistakes that they made. Shmuel Amar, and he says you have to hire two people for this. Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, All the women who would weave, right? All the people would weave the, the covers and the curtains. They were also paid. That wasn't taken from the Trumas Alishka. That was a totally separate fund. And that was taken from the Bedekabayas, something, a separate fund that was used for the upkeep of the base Hamikdash. The Nafkamina is, the difference is the level of Kedusha that, uh, that each fund had. Said the Gemara, my Pollock, Shmuel Avad Lakakarbon. Shmuel says something beautiful. He says, the building of the Mishkan of you know of the curtains and the weaving of all these things this was a chalek this was a part and parcel of the sacrifice it's part and parcel of the sacrifice but of khuna avad lakabinian he says no it's needed in the base on mikdash but we don't view it like a sacrifice we view it like like uh, the upkeep of the building very interesting um very interesting machlekes okay Omar of Chizki, Omar of Chizki says, Ton Rabbi Yehuda Gargidois. Rabbi Yehuda Gargidois says, that was his name. Hakitoires. Look at Tyrus. Incense. And all the Gabonasibor. How do you buy them? With the money of the Chumasalishka. Mizbachazov, Chokle Shares. The Mizbachazov, the golden Mizbachazov, the Shares. Bami Maisar Nesachim. That you could do from the extra money. Of the nesachim, okay, the the extra of the nesachim, those funds were used for um, the the k'tayres v'cholka b'nesibur. Mizbeach ha'ila ba'ichol b'azorais bo'in milishkas b'dekabayis chutz la'azorais bo'in mishiyari alishka in any area around the harabayis, okay, um, or uh, yeah, around the harabayis outside of the base hamikdash itself. They would use the money mishiyare halishka from the leftover, uh, the leftover funds, which were all the way at the end. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got upkeep. Beautiful, says the Gemara. 
Vahotoni, Avnei, Avnei Hamizbeach, Hahechol, Vahazorois. But we learned that all these things, the Avonim, the stones of the, uh, of the Mizbeach, the Hechol, the Azores, are all going to cause me'ilah. I don't understand. Ask the Gemara Kasha. If the funds to support these things were used with the Shiyarim, with the leftovers, so now those, let's remind ourselves of an interesting halacha that we learned towards the beginning over here. Me'ilah only applies to Kachim, uh, it does not apply to Kachim. So if you're using funds from Kodshei Kalim, there's no reason whatsoever why if you, if you use those things personally, it's your Chayav Amila. But we said that Avni Mizbech, Ha'ichav Ha'azariz, all these things, it's considered Mila. So you see those funds are used, must be used from Kodshei Kodshim. And for the Gemara, Elokar Meir, the Meir, Omar Meir says, Mayal and Bishirayim, he argues. He says, no, there can even be Mila with Shirayim. There could be Mila... Um, even with the Kachi Kalim. Amr of Chia says, Klum Amr of Meir, Ella Bisaych Shnosai. Did Rav Meir say that we're using funds when it's still within the year? Okay? Meaning, in order to be Chayav Ameila, it has to be that the, you're still within the year that these funds were donated. But here we're dealing with after the year that the money was donated. That's the only time they're going to first start using those coins to take care of the landscaping, take care of the, of the areas outside in the general area of Yerushalayim. And therefore, it's not necessarily true that we're following this opinion here of Rebbe Meir. All right, let's do one more piece for today. Here we go. Amr of Chizkiah. Rev Chizkiah says, Tanya Rebbe Yehuda, God Yehuda Gagadai says, Ashulchan, Amr Rebbe The Shulchan, the Menayr. The Mizbechais, the various uh, Mizbechais. You know, there were numerous Mizbechais. And the curtain. Ma'akvim es ha-karbonis. If they're not in place, it's not a valid carbon. The carbon is not going to be kosher. If, the, if there wasn't a Mizbech in place, if there wasn't a curtain in place, so then the carbon that was brought is not valid. Ma'akvim es ha-karbonis. That's the mayor's sheet, the mayor's opinion. carbon they say no, there's not going to be a problem. The only thing they're going to get in the way of a carbon is the karkov and the karen. Meaning the mizbeach that you're bringing your carbon on had to be a complete mizbeach. Okay, but if there happened to have been a, key, uh, 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 a curtain missing or something of that sort, it's not going to stand in the way of the carbonis. Okay, so what we have right now, and we'll hold it here for today, but what we're leaving off with is Chizkiah quoting Rav Yehuda Gadgedos, uh, who brings down a machloikas between Rav Meir and the Chachamim. Rav Meir says that the curtains and everything else, and uh, the Mizbechais are all ma'akev. The Chachamim say they're not ma'akev. And Be'ez Hashem will pick up tomorrow, and this is going to take us on to tomorrow's daf, as to what this machloikas is about. Um, you know, why... You know, what's the source of the Chagasin of Meir and the Chachamim as to which things are must be in place so that the Karbanais are valid. And we'll hold it here for today. Merz Hashem, we'll pick up tomorrow evening, same time, 610. I get in mud.